Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Afternoon Tune. I'm your host, Josh, and with me are my two co-hosts. It's your boy, Chase. And it's your boy, Nick. Uh, and we got a nice short show. Uh, just going to be talking about the death of 2020, uh, Netflix movie. Um, all the stuff we're going to be talking about is Netflix stuff. Uh, going to also, as well, discuss the Netflix, a new Netflix show, History of Swear Words, uh, hosted by Nicolas Cage. Um, and we're also going to discuss the new season of the Transformers War on Cybertron TV show uh, that has come on Netflix as well. Uh, Chase, Nick, how you doing? How you guys doing? Can't complain. It's uh, been a crazy week, but can't complain. Yeah. Was, I had nothing to do with any of it, so I was just sitting back yeah. and watching it. <laughs> Yeah, you know? <laughs> and I, I was I wasn't even I wasn't even in the same time zone, so it was it was it was just yeah. insane. Did we, did we just did cancel twenty twenty one already? Yeah, yeah, I'm not safe either, Nick. Yeah, I saw this, some, this free, I saw some people free, in Japan. <laughs> yeah, this this free trial is ass. Can we just cancel it? Yeah, and people was like, oh, you know. 2021 things gonna start off on a good note and it did not and it definitely did not you know got a whole it makes me miss the days where we were like on the verge of world war three and you know australia was on fire yeah <laughs> it makes me miss those days it made more sense back then you know <laughs> yeah. people now, have now, definitely now... oh go ahead now it's just kind of like where is this insanity going yeah yeah, yeah. You know, people it's... have definitely aged in 10 years in these two years and it's like year 2020 and then first look, month of people, yeah people are starting to kind of look like obama before the presidency and after yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have those um before and after the runners <laughs> before uh, after 20 <laughs> oh man oh man dude the roaring then, 20s man yeah, and Trump, he just got his Twitter suspended. That was this breaking news that just happened. Yeah. Um, they finally Eric, did it. I didn't think sad. Eric, sad. It's so sad because Eric Trump finally got to hear, I love you, you're special from his father. Yeah. Not not directed exactly towards him, but still indirectly was probably enough, you know? Like, just hearing those words was probably enough for him. Like... <laughs> No, he definitely got off to that. <laughs> uh, the only the only Trump child who heard it was probably Ivanka, and not for yeah. that reason. Yeah. And yeah, no, not for the right context or reason. <laughs> I love you, you special. Oh man, but uh, it's definitely yeah. I mean, well, this is. I mean, you know, maybe we could only go downhill from here, so I might as well just <laughs> buckle up, I, I mean, guess. For this, for this shining moment for Twitter. Uh, I should like insert like the crab wave where you know like you have the crabs all cheering on and whatnot. You know that oh, meme, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you posted that in the in the video we did when we did the boys. Where, oh yeah, 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 Storm yeah. yeah. When Stormfront got got, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good time. yeah, that was good. That was a good edit in there. <laughs> I like that one. Um, all right, so uh, let's discuss discussing shitty years. Uh, we're going to talk about a whole. Uh, mockumentary that discussed uh, a shitty year. So, Death 2020, mockumentary film done by Charles Booker of 
uh, Black Mirror fame. Um, here you have a bunch of celebrities coming together uh, who are playing characters in this. Um, you see like a bunch of people. You see Samuel Jackson. Um, you see Hugh Grant. Um, a lot of big name people coming in in this style to talk about all the major events from 2020. Um, and they basically chart everything from January all the way up until the end of the year. Um, they talk about the wildfires. They talk about the election. Um, they talk about Karen moments, um, you know, all that stuff, police brutality, George Floyd, um, protests, everything like that. So they cover all the major things that happen as much as they can in this special, um, which is only an hour and 10 minutes. Um, and, you know, watching it, uh, saw the trailer for it and I thought like, well, you know, this trailer looks cute, you know, could be something, um, maybe could be something they do with it you know it looks fun enough watching it um then after getting through with it uh not really an enjoyable experience um <laughs> i i don't think um neither was i don't think but yeah yeah i mean i guess it's perfect for 2020 since 2020 was shitty and this was kind of shitty then it's perfect i mean i guess if you know i mean they kind of match each other so i guess that basically encapsulates but which was year. shittier though? That's the real question, I think. Well, I mean, 2020 was real life. You know, this yeah. was just a. You, was you just can't a, compare the actual year 2020 to this special. I don't know. Yeah. It comes kind of close. It's hey, a that, similar hey, experience. That, hey, that. <laughs> hey, that lasted an entire year. This was only like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of how that. That's just kind of how 2020 felt. It was both a decade and an hour. In itself, I don't know how to really describe it. Yeah, um, time didn't exist in 2020. Yeah, no, this this shit was ass. I mean, this is this shit was almost yeah. as ass as 2020. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, yeah, it's it's like the exact plot of Tenet. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just you know with this, I I think the main thing you know first of all it's you know this mockumentary. Um, I think I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I think maybe mockumentaries are maybe played out now mm. and, and, and and things like that i mean you because you know it really start to rise to prominence with things like the office things like you know parks and recreations um that's when things were like at the height that's when everybody wanted to kind of do it um and every tv show seemed like they were doing the whole format of like that mockumentary type style where you do the the kind of person talking in the camera and they do these sit down interviews uh, which they do here um, talk to, you know, because, you know, they play these different characters, these actors, you know, they speak to people who are, you know, uh, a regular like millennial guy who's the guy from Stranger Things. Um, they talk to like scientists, they talk to, you know, a Camille Nanjani who plays uh, Mark Multiverse, you know, so he's like this big billionaire, I guess basically like this Elon Musk kind of guy. He's, he's, yeah, he's pretty much playing an Elon Musk or a Mark Zuckerberg type. Yeah, you know, you what Tony I mean? Stark. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. sort of, sort of like that. Um, much like Brad Tony Stark. Yeah, um, who looks totally. I mean, like he, he, like he just went from working out to basically transforming. I mean, that's yeah. not even like getting in shape. That's like you transformed into a whole bone person. structure change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. has a totally it's different like, body type now. <laughs> yeah. he, he went he went totally chad like he just transformed into the meme like what the fuck mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like a, a like, he, he went wow. he went from i'll i'll have her home at 10 p.m sharp sir to even your wife calls me daddy yeah pretty much yeah it's like wow you know what i mean that, that marvel workout plan <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, 
Uh, so you know, you got him. You you had um, as, as well as other people like um, Christina um, Milioti, um, Miliotti, who was we just talked about in Palm Springs, and we said you know she was also the mother in How I Met Your Mother. She's the the Karen, um, things like that. Hmm. So well, some of some of her bits had me laughing. Um, just like the extent to like how she was fucking with people. Yeah, um, I mean with. We'll, we'll talk about, I guess, all the different people and the, I guess some of the roles they play. Like, you had Lisa Kudrow, who played, like, the press secretary, um, you know, very much like, uh, what's the uh, what's the new one he has now? Uh, oh, uh, Kaylee uh, McKenney. Kaylee McKenney. The true right. star yeah, has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bubbles. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kaylee McKenney. Uh, so... You know, she's kind of like that figure, you know, to cover most of the politics stuff and things like that. So you have different mm -hmm. people who speak on different realms of what happened in, in 2020, things like that. Um, for me, the biggest thing, you know, watching it, it's just not funny. Uh, yeah. you, you know, I mean, that's just really what it boils down to. Um, the bits just don't work. Um, there's some stuff that is a little bit of chuckle worthy. Um, like the woman who was... Um, um, was she Irish or she? she yeah, she, she, was, she was like supposed to be a regular person. She's an Irish woman. I can't remember the actress's name. Um, her name and... is Diane Morgan. Mm -hmm. uh, and so she was. Some of the stuff she did was kind of. I thought some of the, her bits were kind of funny. Some of the line, her line delivery was kind of funny. Um, but you know, other other than that, really, I can't name a lot of stuff that really I enjoyed or I laughed at really watching this. Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you guys? think i i think it's one of those uh there's like the whole stereotype of how like you know when we have all these stars coming together for one project it turn it tends to turn out you do yeah and that's kind of just how this happened it just turned out due to um before we got before we recorded nick was telling me telling us that uh this kind of was the project that replaced black mirror season six um, <laughs> which is very unfortunate, but I think it also is a testament to like, this is not in this director's wheelhouse to do comedy because it's just not, it's just not for him. Stick to the sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, stick yeah. to um, the terrifying sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, because this ain't it. I don't know how you pulled together this star-studded quality, like, list of funny ass actors and made them so boring so yeah. like you know like i, I didn't want to i didn't i couldn't make it past the half an hour marker like <laughs> and and the host is samuel l jackson i don't know how that happens you know right so it's just not good <laughs> what do you think nick <laughs> feel like the i feel like the execution of this is not at all where it needed to be uh there are some uh, performances from some of the cast like i love uh hugh grant in this i love uh lisa kudrow's uh caricature and i like kristen miliotti in this i just wish that the bits they were given were better written yeah yeah i i think a lot of the jokes they did were just kind of very on the nose type jokes Mm -hmm. Not very much creativity, cleverness in them. 
yeah, um, yeah. There's there's nothing that is said in this entire special that hasn't already been said by literally anyone paying attention to the news or even us on this on this exact show. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I could have I could have spent time on Twitter and found much better memes, much better jokes <laughs> about like all of what was discussed in this in this uh, mockumentary. Um, yeah. You like, for instance, like, so you have the character Joe, uh, like the actor Joe Carey, who people know from Stranger Things, um, you know, and uh, he plays a character who's the millennial character. So he's the guy that, you know. economy millennial who is the self-described uh, bartender slash mixologist slash DJ. Right. So, you know, he's supposed to give the young people perspective of 2020, everything like that. So a lot of stuff they do with him very surface level kind of millennial type stuff, young people type stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, the way he dresses, uh, the way he talks about like his job, he says I'm a bartender slash mixologist and all this other stuff. Like, and when he talked about, you know, the whole George Floyd protest and what he did, you know, to, to help support BLM, he's like, well, I added all these black people on social media. I friended them on social media and all this. Other I stuff. learned how to pronounce their names, even if it yeah. was hard. Yeah, you know what I mean? I started using black emojis, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't know. That's kind of surface level type commentary involving, you know, people who, you know, have these hashtags and, you know, like BLM in their bio, you know, yet, you know, don't know anything about it, don't know the movement um, and just, you just just try to ride a wave of what's going on. Um, so it wasn't really any good commentary on it. I don't think it's particularly that funny. Um, and then you have like, for instance, like the, the, the woman who played the Karen, uh, Christina uh, Milioti, um, and like a lot of stuff they did with her, surface level Karen type stuff, stuff mm -hmm. you really, you know, couldn't find in a YouTube video that somebody did about a Karen or like, like Chase said, memes. I've, I've laughed at memes way harder about Karens than, than I did, you know, her playing this performance, you know what I mean? Um, she was, you know, she was seemed like she was giving energy into it though, cause she was, she didn't, I mean, she didn't stop smiling the entire thing, you know what I mean? You saw all them teeth um, of hers, you know what I mean? So she did, she, I mean, she was giving it and then, I mean, she was smiling so hard, her vein in her head, and you saw that coming down like in the middle of her forehead, a vein. So, I mean, she was giving it, I mean, she was delivering it, but it's just a lot of stuff they did with her um harassed and different you know black people it, it did get a little funny like she harassed like like they showed one where she harassed like a little black girl in the hospital it was like <laughs> defibrillator or your dialysis machine yeah it's just your dialysis machine like that Why that was the crazy lady's back <laughs> you know what i mean that what they so it, the the outrageousness of it like the way they kept ratcheting it up a little bit that did get a little a little bit funny but look overall the stuff they did with her you know, kind of service of Karen type stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? You could have, uh, you could have saw a funnier Karen on uh, what was it, CBS this morning talking to Gail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, a good yeah. performance right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was that um, show was Oscar worthy. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, to just wrap up my feelings of it. Um, just don't think it's just like I said. It's just not that funny. Um, you know, uh, you know. Uh, and this was written by him as well, Charles Brooks, directed and written by him. Um, I I've watched some episodes of Black Mirror. I can't think of like an episode that is 
that mixes a lot of humor with mm. the kind of drama of the Black Mirror. I could be mistaken if somebody, like, I don't know if you guys have watched every single episode of the show. Yes, I have. Uh, yes, I have. It's like the, when Black Mirror works really well, it's when it mixes really, really dark comedy with uh, mm. a lot of the heavier sci-fi stuff. Like um, some of the episodes like uh, San Junipero, uh, Hang the DJ. Uh, those are like the lighter toned episodes that I think work really well. Yeah. But none of them are written with the level of comedy that is that is done here, and I just don't think it works. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like the script of this could have used like maybe a punch up writer, uh, maybe maybe like another pass in the writer's room. Yeah. Or even uh, like taking improv tips from the people you have. You have. Uh, comedic yeah. actors who've been doing this forever. You have like Leslie Jones, Kristen Milioti, uh, 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 Lisa Kudrow, who've been doing comedy for years, decades almost. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it needed more comedians involved. Maybe that would have helped. Uh, you know, well, you, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you had Camille Nanjani in it as well. I mean, you had, you know, four comedians, you know, four people who don't do, um, but. Yeah, I mean, Chase, you were going to say something? I was just going to say, it felt like a bad SNL skit, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah, analogy, yeah, bad SNL skit. Because it was just like, yeah, that just went on way too long. Yeah. And just just, just drawn out forever. Um, Yeah, my, my rating for this would be a, maybe a three or four out of 10. Mm. Maybe, I'm, I'm going to go with three. Three, uh, three or four, because, uh, I mean, like I said, there were some bits I chuckled at. Um, I, I think, you know, you could have had an opportunity to really do something here with 2020, really comment on it um, in a way. And I don't know if this was particularly, like, rushed out, you know what I mean, to go like, mm -hmm. oh, we got to capitalize on this whole thing of 2020, you know, summarize all these events, all these major events, do it in a way, bring all these people together. Um, Had to be, right? Think, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Um, and put, it, 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 I can't imagine like uh, the idea for it coming up until maybe like like mid to late uh, uh, at the end of the year, and then oh. I guess getting all those actors together and whatnot. You know, you're probably rushing it just to get it done before yeah. the and year ends. And yeah, probably not that hard to get all those because actors, you just bring a camera in and they can just you go to one location mm -hmm. and you just shoot it. It's not that hard to it's like, hey, you just want to be in this real quick. We're going to just shoot you. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to do that much acting. Yeah. This Plus, with like, yeah, with COVID restrictions, too, it's kind of mm -hmm. it, it makes everything a lot more difficult to shoot. So yeah. honestly, it's a miracle that this even got done. I don't even think it should have <laughs> gotten done. But, you know, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I give it a, it's a three for me. Uh, what about you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna test out a potential rating for our personal rating system. Okay. And I'm gonna give this a yawn. Just a yawn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll send that over to corporate, see if they like it. Uh, oh, okay. But no numbers, Bubbles, this uh, is just a yawn. <laughs> it bubbles. <laughs> Um, yeah, this, I, I feel like the, the people behind it, they should have been able to put out something 
a lot stronger than this. Uh, I did get a couple of chuckles here and there, but nothing laugh out loud funny that I expect from a cast like this. This, for me, it's four out of 10, and it's only so high because I know what Charlie Brooker is capable of. Mm. And just the people that he got here, it gives me hope for, it's giving me hope for like maybe who he casts for the next season of Black Mirror once that gets up and running. Yeah, because a be lot it. of these, a lot of these uh, actors, I feel like would really shine with, with the uh, a potentially season six of Black Mirror. Yeah, could you imagine Samuel L. in a Black Mirror episode? <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be yeah. nutty. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, um, even someone like Tracy Ullman playing it straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd oh, be nutty. Um, all right, so moving on from discussing uh, Death of 2020, uh, you guys want to discuss that Gail King interview she did with her? I, mean, I didn't see the whole interview, yeah. I saw like the funny clips. Oh, please, oh, okay. uh, yeah, if, if you guys want, just uh, give me them highlights real quick. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw the highlights you saw on Twitter where she's just <laughs> like, Enough, Gail. <laughs> yeah, she could. She she could, <laughs> and she even did the hand motion too. She yeah, did that. like oh. you know, then she yeah. put her hand up. You know, um, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So so anybody know? No. So basically, it was the whole thing. Gail King. Um, she just recently interviewed uh, the woman people have been hearing about uh, the woman who attacked the black teenager at the hotel over a phone. Um, her name is uh, Maya. Cito. Uh, um, so she's Puerto Rican and she's given the moniker Soho Karen. Um, so she, you know, she's finally, she's finally been arrested. Uh, she was arrested in California after all this time. You know what I mean? People photographed Pops her. Took a week. TMZ took like three days to find her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, TMZ was on the case. I mean, they found it. No problem. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? They actually just recently also uh, found all those people that, that stormed. Capitol Hill, like they had all the photos. Cause I mean, it wasn't that hard either. Cause they were all live streaming and taking selfies. And yeah. He's been posting it all day. Yeah. So like, it wasn't that fucking hard to find who these people were. So TMZ had a whole list of all the hundred people that, you know what I mean? That, you know, did it. So it was like- Even the Olive Garden did a good job finding those protesters and they, and they like banned them from- uh... Olive Garden, when <laughs> all when the fucking Olive Garden does a better job at tracking down a criminal than fucking DC police. Yeah. The yeah. fuck? And the FBI <laughs> has the nerve, the audacity to go on Twitter and be like, yo, help us out. Like, no, you can do this. Just just literally just go through Twitter. You can do this. Yeah. I, I, I promise you. Help, help you out. <laughs> like, yeah, don't I you promise got, you. Like, like, bro, you got part. You got for that software shit. that's supposed to do that. Like, yeah, you got the top latest technology and supposedly the brightest minds to fucking find criminals. You can't get some dumbasses who <laughs> who is using goddamn streaming on Twitch. Like, yeah. come on, bro. <laughs> like, dead ass. Go go on Instagram and look up the hashtag MAGA. You'll find all of them. <laughs> go on Parler. Just go on Parler. They were yeah. on stream. They were live tweeting the fucking raid. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, um, but so, so with this woman, she gave so she gave an interview with Gail King, um, and um, she was wearing a, a like first of all it was already weird because she wearing a hat called Daddy on it like she wearing a hat, um, 
which which people mentioned like when the interview was over and she and she was talking to Gail King when she's talking to her other anchors and they were like well that's kind of a very interesting hat that she's wearing and then mm-hmm. Gail King was like well yeah her lawyer because her lawyer was by her side while she was giving the interview with Gail King and <laughs> Gail King said like the, her lawyer told her maybe you want to take that hat off you know and she was like no I'm not taking the hat off you not even fuck <laughs> wait so hold on that was her lawyer not her mom yeah that was her lawyer that yeah. is one of the worst lawyers I've ever seen in my life. Well, I, I think she has an incredibly difficult client. You know what That's I mean? Fair. You know what I mean? Who won't listen because like she's trying to give her direction mm. and she won't take direction. You know what I mean? Because she's stupid. Well, so. The first direction would have been to not have taken this interview to begin with. Uh... One, go <laughs> silent. Wait for the shit to blow over. Yeah. Take your court date, do do your court date, pay your fine, do your probation, and shut the fuck up. Yeah, because what anything lawyer would tell someone to do. Yeah, because literally anything you say, and if you live in Maryland now, literally any rap lyrics you say, can and will be used against you, like in a court of law. (laughs) So, you know, know, so the the way the interview went so she's trying to hide and look on your social media for any dirt you say yeah anything (laughs) yeah Uh um so so the interview basically went so gail came and saying that you know it's like okay well you know you see this thing um and you know you kind of seem like you overreacted to the phone and maybe you 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 know you didn't handle in the best situation and the woman she was fighting her on that and saying that it's like well you know i i think that you know um what would you do if you lost your phone a thing that that you're in a foreign city and that's the only way you can contact your family i mean what, what would it's, you do you're bitch you're in the u.s <laughs> call your own fucking number yeah <laughs> you know and then gail came trying to say i was like well i mean yeah but i don't think i would react that way mm-hmm. and and she said like you know just walk me through the events of what happened and 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 the you know the woman she was like well i was asking everybody in the lobby you know did you everybody was walking past and she was like well did you ask everybody i mean is that what you (laughs) so you asked everybody that was walking past as the manager was you know looking was helping you look for your phone and and were you doing that and you stopped specifically the the teenager to do it no Um, and the security camera came out she didn't stop him she fucking tackled that kid yeah yeah um, which Gail King also brought up, and she also said, like, well, you assaulted him, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And she's like, well, I don't think I assaulted him. I think I maybe yelled at him. It's like, no. And then they, and while she's saying that, they're looping footage of him, of her tackling him. <laughs> they're just looping the footage um, of him, of her tackling him, like literally dragging him to the ground. Because there's, so people don't know. So there was the one video of the, the one that had the father where he's had the camera and is shaking so it's you know mm-hmm. but you can see her lunging at him that's why you see her falling on the ground but then the security camera footage that came out a hurry where you literally see her like literally like wrap her like body around the guy and drag him to the ground mm-hmm. drag the kid to the ground so like clearly you see that she's ta- like tackling the dude you know <laughs> what i mean um but she was fighting against that um and saying like well look, i'm a super sweet person and of course you know they always say well this this isn't in my nature and you know i'm a 22 year old girl and and she she was fumbling over them words boy she was you know trying to fight her way out of saying like how is it 
you know, racially motivated and racist because I'm 22 and because, um, you know, I lost my phone and she was just like, she was just going all over the fucking place. Stuttering everything like is all over the place, and then like you know Chase said, she just said like you know put her hand up like all right that's enough, mm-hmm. okay you know and when Gail said you're old enough to kind of know better you're 22, you know what I mean, kind of old enough to know better you know, yeah. so but it, it was yeah it was it was good it was glorious it was like wow you're too goddamn old to be doing this bullshit yeah, yeah. as a 23 year old myself I can confirm I would not tackle a minor. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like everybody take 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 a lesson from our our hero of the show Billy Butcher. Don't be a cunt. Yeah, don't it's be that a... fucking simple. Uh, it's really yeah. easy to not tackle a minor over a lost phone. Yeah, yeah. And like... it's even more hilarious when the Uber driver pulled up t- ten minutes later with her phone. <laughs> yeah. I. I, if I remember correctly from watching it, um, I think she said that, I forgot whether she said the Uber driver or she, cause she said maybe it was at the hotel and, mm. or the Uber driver gave it to her. I can't remember exactly what she said uh, from the interview. I have, to, I have to go back, but yeah, it was, if people want to check it out, um, you can, um, you know, CBS this morning, uh, there's like a two minute uh, thing that they have uh, on their Twitter. Um, that that basically details a lot, um, but yeah, I, I mean, she was just basically digging herself a big hole. And plus, I mm-hmm. mean, people when people found out who she was and looked into history, she's also got charges of like, you know, a criminal charge before trespassing, I think DUI, I think, mm. you know, things like that. She's also got like a mm. criminal history as well. You know what I mean? Like that's always people they always have a whole criminal history as well attached to them. So. She got the nerve to racially profile. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's crazy. So, uh, yeah. Projection so it was... at its finest. Karen, Karen, gonna Karen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, yeah, she was arrested before for public intoxication and battery. Uh, she was yeah. also uh, two months later she was uh, stopped in Van Nuys for driving under the influence. So yeah. Damn, they really got all the receipts on her. Um, Then I also saw something where somebody said she also um, uh, didn't pay rent at one time. You know what I mean? So she they they, be like that sometimes. Uh, (laughs) Somebody sued her for that. Yeah. Uh, You know. So yeah. So yeah. I I mean, crazy. I mean, crazy, crazy stuff. Um, Yeah. So all right. So moving on from that, I'm going to discuss the history of swear words, uh, (laughs) the Netflix series from. Uh, starring Nicolas Cage, who is the host of it. Um, here, it's basically kind of a, almost similar to Drunk History in a way, kind of a similar yeah. kind of format, a little mm. bit detailing kind of these things. Uh, uh, we have these like kind of celebrities come in, they give these interviews um, about this specific topic of the swear word. So they cover uh, bitch, they cover pussy, dick, uh, you know, fuck, all they cover. Fuck. Yeah. Um, they cover, you know, uh, those major swear words, damn. Um, and it's only, um, what is it, seven episodes? It's only, it's only six. Six, six. Six episodes. They cover uh, fuck, shit, bitch, pussy, and uh, I can't remember the last two. 
uh, uh, damn. Damn. Oh, damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. 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 They cover. They cover shit. Uh, cover that one. So they cover. So so the six ones they cover. Fuck shit, bitch, dick, pussy, and damn. That's the ones they cover. Um, in it. And they give, you know, kind of like that type of style where heavy celebrities come in, discuss these swear words. Um, they also bring in historians, you know what I mean? Yes, um, they, yeah, they bring in uh, historians, they bring in uh, uh, people with uh, PhDs that study the, the history of language and the etymology of where these words come from and kind of how they, how, how the uses of them have shifted over time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, have yeah, have they yeah? So they bring they basically go over the whole history of them, like Nick said, and you know talk about them and everything like that. How people would use them today, um, you know, for instance, like uh, bitch. You know what I mean? Mm. They talk about the history of that word, how it came to be to refer to women. They talk about how it's used today, and especially like what you know, from you referring to uh, to uh, this this little cutie right here because yeah. she is technically <laughs> a bitch, and how it eventually turned into using it for someone you don't like yeah you know and how now women are trying to take that word back now mm. you know and and like you have you know women who say i'm that bitch or i'm a bad bitch or you know and they insert you know uh media from other things like with lizzo like they insert her song um uh what's the, what's the name of that song which she says that um oh truth hurts is the truth name hurts. of the song yeah, where she says I'm 100% that bitch. And they said, like, it's bad to be called a bitch, but it's not bad to be called that bitch, because that's a wholly different, <laughs> that's a totally different thing. <laughs> and um, and how women refer to each other is that, and how it's like, you know, kind of similar to the way black people, you know, they call each other nigga, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's a way to take, you know, a word back and, and, and try to um, take the power back of that word, right? Yeah. Um, and, and they also do that with pussy as well. Um, you know, um, and they bring in, I didn't really recognize a whole lot of the people they brought in. Um, they brought in people like Open Mike Eagle. I know mm -hmm. him, he's a rapper, very good rapper. If anybody doesn't know, um, I highly recommend checking him out. Very, very good rapper. Um, they also bring in uh, Sarah Silverman mm -hmm. as well into this. Um, who else was, was some other recognizable people they brought into this? Um, I think those were two of the biggest people that they had that I knew of. Did you guys yeah. recognize any more people? Uh, they brought in uh, uh, Nick Offerman. They brought in uh, Isaiah oh, Whitlock yeah. Jr., who is famous for she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they brought him. Everybody know he was the he was the mayor in The Wire, mm -hmm. and that's what people. He said that's what he really you know came to prominence is when um, he said that like the shit line in The Wire. And that's when people, you know, mainly uh, Jim. Je oh, I forgot Jim Jeffries. He's in this as well. He's like a big, you know, comedian from London. Um, Nick, Nikki uh, Glaze. I've seen her before. Oh, Australia. I'm Jim sorry. Jim Jeffries is Australian. Oh yeah, Australian. Sorry, yeah, Australian. Well, they all they all talk funny like that. I'm fucking weird, motherfucker. Um, um, Nick, Nick Carney there. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah, Don't he's speak American. <laughs> yeah, speak that good American right there. Um, but yeah, he's, I'm sorry, my mistake. He's Australian. He's doing uh, parlor, why don't you? <laughs> uh, Nikki Glazer. I recognize Nikki Glazer um, as well. I think I've seen her in some other stuff before. I've seen her around. Uh, so so they bring in these people, discuss it. Um, what did you guys think about the series? 
it wasn't as unhinged as I had hoped it would be, but it was still very informative. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it, it, you hear about something called the history of swear words, and you hear Nicolas Cage is hosting it. Mm. I was expecting him to just be losing his shit for the entire six episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but th this is actually really a subdued performance, except when it calls for it. Everyone knows that moment in the trailer where he's like describing all the uses for the word fuck. You mm. can say it like this, mm, fuck, or like this, fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's actually a really fascinating look at, uh, I'd say, a cornerstone of our language today. Because yeah. e even listening to this show, we pretty much every other word is like a swear word. Mm. And this, they're bringing in um, historians, uh, experts that aren't boring, that are actually giving some really fascinating looks at history and how yeah. like our language changes over time. Yeah. yeah. This, this is a lot closer to, say, a Discovery Channel or something you'd see on the History Channel than Drunk History. Yeah. But it's, mm. but it's also still keeping that same sense of humor a little bit. Because mm. they also break into, like, little uh, 2D, like, Flash animated segments where all the characters are still voiced by Nicolas Cage that mm. were actually kind of funny. Like, one of my favorites was... Uh, uh, one of the fake out histories of the word fuck and it was like mm. it used to uh translate to fornication under the consent of the king <laughs> mm. it was like how married couples weren't allowed to fornicate unless they had the permission from the king which could you imagine isn't true <laughs> could you imagine how like if that was the case <laughs> i kind of hoped it was <laughs> Like, I can't even imagine that being one of the duties of the king, uh, to have to micromanage who's fucking. Yo, yo, this, yo, this guy wants to beat Cheeks, uh, can he, can he not? Okay, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Chase, what did you, uh, think about? Yeah, it was, I thought it was very informative. It was, like I said, it wasn't as unhinged as I had hoped it would be, but it was a lot more informative than I thought it would be. So, yeah. like, I, I enjoyed it. I ended up just kind of like, it, it's one of those shows where you could honestly like put it on in the background, mm -hmm. and even like rewatch a couple episodes if you if you think you missed anything, and um, you know you could do other stuff. It's kind of like a, I compare it more to like a, a YouTube video, honestly. Yeah. Like each episode yeah. kind of has that like, um, what am I thinking of? Kind of like a Vsauce, no, not maybe Vsauce, but you know how I'm talking about, like that those educational YouTuber mm -hmm. uh, yeah. styled. It, it uh, yeah, it's with its structure, it's kind of reminding me a lot of like Wisecrack videos. Yeah, you know, how they do wisecrack. videos like uh, the philosophy behind such and such, or yeah. something like the Take, where they like take um, uh, like standards of pop culture, like. Uh, the Manic Pixie Dream Girl, and they break down like the history of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very much kind of like Chase in that format, kind of like a YouTube video and like kind of like something like that along those lines. And the episodes are short. They're only like 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And, so it's super yeah, short. Yeah, it's like 20, 25 minute episodes each. Yeah, yeah you could so binge this whole thing in one sitting. I yeah, did like, binge it in one sitting. In yeah, one and still night. have like the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To still so do stuff. 
super short. I mean, you all can, I mean, it's, it's not that long, super short. Um, and, you know, you know, it's very informative getting into, you know, discussing of it. Um, I liked, you know, when they discussed, they said, well, you know, when you use swear words, um, you know, it, it triggers this thing in your brain that, that mm. allows you to, to, to experience pain more, you know what I mean? Or, you know, be able to get through pain more when you do it. Mm. Um, they did this test where they had people stick their hands in a, in a, in a whole bucket of uh, ice cold water. And you know, while their hand is sitting there, there's like if you if you you know, uh, uh, yeah, one words. one group was allowed to swear, the other one wasn't. And the group that was allowed to swear, uh, they were able to, on average, stay in the bucket longer, at least like twice as long, two three times as long, if they were mm -hmm. able to swear. Yeah. 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 So. So cuss all you want, folks, because it relieves yeah. stress and tension. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that yeah, so that was Fuck yeah, it does. nice cool thing that they did. Um, that was very informative and everything like that. What was your favorite episode they did or word that they covered? Hmm. Think about that. That because like I watched it in all one sitting, so it kind of all kind of blends together. But <laughs> um, I I'd probably say uh, shit was probably the most. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with you. Shit was the most entertaining because yeah. that's one where they bring uh, Isaiah Whitlock and they do like uh, him saying the longest she yeah. on record, <laughs> which I don't. I hope that wasn't edited. I, I hope <laughs> that he actually did that and it wasn't just a bit. Oh yeah, no. I think I the timer it. said the timer. It was like fifty-six minutes. He was holding she. <laughs> <laughs> If anybody could say it for that long, it's him. I believe it. It is like, him. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but I, I just love uh, how they also just broke down like the versatility of each word. Because, mm. um, yeah, all, all six of the words, they have such a wide range of uh, uh, uses, emotions evoked. Uh, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, there were a couple words that I do feel like that they could have uh, added, you know, like the C word. Um, mm. that you can only say with an accent. <laughs> um, well, maybe that's season two. Maybe yeah, true. Well, why? Yes. Yeah, what's yes, left? I, I, what's left except for uh, that nigga? <laughs> 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 uh, like that. That that's kind of where I'm at where, with yeah. this show. Like, I don't I don't know where you go with season two without um eliminating at least half of the people that they brought in yeah <laughs> i was kind of hoping for one of the episodes to just like um start off with like a like a wig of nicholas cage and then and then like you like uh samuel l turns the chair around and it's him and he said <laughs> so we can finally break down that word for once um and um well, they, I mean, they could bring in maybe, you know, from other countries, you know what I mean? You yeah, know, maybe. First from there, you know, other countries, things like that. Because, um, I don't know. I don't know if it'll hit soon. It's like... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think they've kind of run its course with this show. Yeah. Okay. They just got to okay. do a special with, uh, mm. with the C word and, and, and nigga. I, 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 I'd, I'd, say, I'd say bring Carl Urban as Billy Butcher to cover the C word. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, 
definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, Nick, what was your favorite? Uh, do you have a favorite episode that they did? Or uh, I covered a. Uh, yeah, I think my favorite episode was shit. It, it's kind of fascinating how it became like an actual medical term for, well, feces, and it's become this like really versatile, um, almost universal term for pretty much anything. It was like this shit, that shit, bullshit, this fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Ed. You little <laughs> shit. <laughs> um. I'd say I think one of my favorite episodes that they did um, maybe was "Bitch." I think mm-hmm. um, I thought that was a good one. Just just talking about the the, um, the power words and how words um, you you know how it's used to denigrate somebody in a way um, you know especially used um, you know applying to women but then applying to men in relation to women and saying how you know i mean that's a inherently a bad thing and then now how mm-hmm. women are trying to take that word back and then um you know it being used and how it's so used for such a long time and then now they're trying to you know take it back and everything like that mm-hmm. um and i i really like the way they use it and and they talk about different words and how it's used in popular culture and they bring in talking about this discussion in you know media when it comes to television when it comes to the film uh, discussing, you know, what was the, you know, you know how it was used in you know, films like The Breakfast Club or um, films like Transformers, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know how like they put a dam in that, and that instantly bumped it up to a PG-13 because they did that. <laughs> yeah. um, and they also, you know, answered the question that who's the most, you know, person who's most sweared in movies? Who, who is the sweariest actor in Hollywood? And the answer will surprise you. Yeah. yeah, you know, so that's a little, you know, it's a little thing. But if people want to check out, they do, you know, answer, they cover that. Um, and then everybody was surprised when they realized, like, everybody had to, you know, like, oh, it's got to be this person for sure. And then it was mm. totally not. Um, so that, that, I thought that was pretty cool. So for me, um, overall, I'll give this series a, I think a seven out of 10 for me. I think it was, it was nice. It was, it was fun. Mm. Um, the, the length of the episodes, it being 20 minutes, I thought was fun. I thought Nicholas Cage was, had a good time. He's not, overly crazy Nicholas Cage. I think it's perfect, the right amount. So for me, it's a seven for me. I'm gonna uh, keep testing out the rating system uh, since this is kind of like an experimental episode of the podcast. I'm gonna give it <laughs> the shit is the rating. Um, yeah, right. It was it was the shit, you know, it was a good time. Uh, and like, don't go into it expecting uh, unhinged Nicolas Cage go into it, it, it expecting don't 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 go in expecting like uh like vampires kiss Nicolas yeah. Cage or, or <laughs> yeah Cage. not that guy <laughs> this this is closer to to Nicolas Cage when he's playing John Travolta in face off <laughs> yes very much so very much so um yeah it's just a good time like, I can't and it's very informational um I do wonder though, I guess maybe one of the reasons why they didn't do uh, Nigga was maybe because it kind of has that same sort of like, like pathway, although it's a much darker, like a much darker background, it kind of does have the same pathway that bitch does, Mm, in the sense that it's kind of just a word that that has been sort of reclaimed, mm. you know? I, I think so fun. as I think so as well. I think it also has something to do with the fact that 
the host of the show can't say it. Yeah, that's uh, true. Majority, <laughs> majority, of the, majority of the experts they brought in, they can't really say it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Unless they're Tarantino and they're brave enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would be really mad if Tarantino's in that episode, by the way. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when you're debating which word is worse and you can't say one of them, that's the worst one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Nick, yeah. what's your rate? Uh, for me, this is uh, I'll just uh, piggyback off Chase and say this is this is that shit. This is the <laughs> shit right here. Um, it's it's really funny. It's really informative. Um, for something like this, it's in, in the vein of something like a, a Discovery Channel or History Channel special. It could have gotten really, really slow, really boring, but the episodes are are really fast-paced. They flow into the, the flow between the comedy and the educational segments. They flow perfectly. Yeah. Uh, Nicolas Cage, he's having the time of his life, as are all the hosts that they brought in, and even the, the experts they brought in. They were really interesting. They were bringing a lot of history to it, and it's entertaining to watch. So this is my shit, or uh, or eight out of 10 for me. All yeah, right. some of the experts were funnier than the comedians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like that one woman uh, telling that story that she went on Craigslist. And she was searching. I was, and she looked for like, a, what was she looking for? Like a uh, plumber or something like that. Or yeah, plumber yeah. and immediately dick pics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even three seconds. <laughs> And her response was just like so like wholesome. I was just like, wait, why are you <laughs> like, not angry? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just so random to her. She was like, just yeah. random. put up a dick on just Craigslist for no the reason. Fuck? Yeah, she was just like, oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that woman might be the hero of 2021 so far. <laughs> just so wholesome. Uh, oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> um... All right. Uh, okay, so moving on from discussing history, Star Wars is going to start uh, going to discuss Transformers: War of Cybertron season two, Earthrise. Um, I didn't get a chance to finish it, but mm -hmm. Nick and Chase did, uh, so I let them go ahead and discuss it. Take it away. So this is chapter two of Netflix and Rooster Teeth uh, animation. They're the studio who did uh, Red versus Blue forever, mm -hmm. and and Red versus Blue and Ruby. So for this series, they're taking a much darker, much more serious, gritty approach to Transformers, even quote unquote darker than Michael Bay's trash ass movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is, this is very much not what you expect for like a Transformers series. Like Optimus Prime, he's kind of a fuck up in this. <laughs> It's like he's so often portrayed as the all-knowing omniscient uh hero of the of the autobots and here he's he's a young guy he's been in command for the first time and everybody is questioning his decisions and he's making mistakes a lot of it uh yeah. their show does a great job of fleshing out the villains like megatron it took this series to make him an actually interesting character with depth even someone like Bumblebee, who I personally love, I like Travis Knight's uh, Bumblebee is the best Transformers live action movie. Don't fucking at me. <laughs> uh, 
And here, it's a very interesting take on his character because he's essentially the Han Solo of this uh, of this world. So this is picking up from the end of chapter one where uh, Optimus, Bumblebee, and a few other characters, they leave Cybertron and they like threw the AllSpark into a space bridge. And the first episode is kind of dealing with the aftermath and just how how Cybertron has essentially become like Mad Max world with the Decepticons running shit. Mm. With a little bit of the resistance left, it's uh, I'm, I know a Jetfire who was one of the more interesting characters from the first step, first season, and uh, Alita One is I think her name, and them dealing with the fallout of Optimus's decision, and and a big thing, Optimus doesn't really show up in this until like the second episode, mm. or for a six episode season, that's essentially almost halfway through. Yeah. And this is dealing with a lot of the other factions in the Transformers universe. Like this is dealing with the Quintessons, with the uh, uh, like mercenary factions, and it's cool to see other aspects of the Transformers world besides the Autobots and Decepticons. Mm-hmm. E- even like grittier takes on uh, characters we know, like uh, even someone like a Decius, who is one of the Quintessons, he's fucking terrifying. Or she, I don't, I don't know. It's like a character with a lot of faces. Yeah, yeah. And not... those are like really played scary. Yeah, they they have some interesting imagery in this. Um... Mm. Even the animation style, they're using like the classic designs for uh, from the toys, mm. but it, it's like cool to see. Like Optimus is like windows on his chest are like cracked and shit. Uh, Megatron's like all dented and scratched up. It, it's a very dark, gritty approach yeah yeah for that i definitely do have to applaud it but um I don't, maybe it's because i didn't watch mm. the first season i didn't even know that there was mm. a first season before you even said it <laughs> um i saw i like i came in here very blind and kind of confused but with like uh, as much uh as much transformers knowledge that i do know i do know that the decepticons kind of turn uh, or at least help turn their planet into uh, Pride Rock <laughs> after Scar takes over. Um, and I'm like familiar. I'm 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 familiar enough with Bumblebee and um, and uh, Optimus Prime to appreciate like the take and like where they're going with these characters because it's definitely the most unique Transformers by far. Um, yeah. Like this show, says, this show is trying to say and do a lot with the characters that we've never seen, and it's a lot more in depth than the Michael Bay films ever even try to be. <laughs> like, but it's even more in depth than what Travis Knight was doing with the Transformers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and that is brings me to my criticism of the show. I think both seasons are too short. Okay. Because each one is only six. 20 to 25 minute episodes yeah. i feel like they should have had at least eight episodes to flesh out some of these characters because yeah. uh with the first season my criticism was that Jetfire's like because he starts out as a decepticon and then like towards the end of the season he turns and he joins the autobot mm. and i felt like that that character shift happened a little too quickly uh with this um a lot of characters are introduced uh in the later half of the season 
only to disappear or be killed off in the mm. same episode. And I feel like if you had more time, you could have spent more time with them, developed them a little more. And I feel like this show ends on a really, really, that's how that's how you're going to end it. Uh, yeah. Before the third part, because the full name of this is like Transformers uh, War for Cybertron Trilogy uh, Earthrise. It's like a really long, drawn out <laughs> title. It's uh. <laughs> and that's kind of just, I mean, the title is kind of just how I felt the episodes were paced. Because <laughs> um, yeah, even though yeah, they're only 24 it, minutes, yeah, it, it feels yeah, you, Yeah, you feel the length of the episodes. I feel like uh, uh, this needed another pass in the writer's room. But I do as... like the conflicts that they're trying to set up. Like, there's mm -hmm. moments in this where, like, uh, without spoiling too much, um, mm -hmm. What's his name? The dude with many faces? The oh, uh, Decius. Decius. There's mm -hmm. a line where Decius is mean with Optimus Prime and they have Optimus Prime in chains and they're like touting about how like they were like the original like breaker of chains, like we freed y'all. And then Optimus Prime is just asking like, all right, so then why am I in chains right now? I thought that, I thought that line was very hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> And yeah, I think this... that there's a lot of like moments of just like, all right, we're doing this because this is for the planet. I have to make these sacrifices for the planet, for the people. Uh, I, I, and I like those conflicts that they bring up because I don't really think most, for the most part, uh, Megatron at least had that much depth where you could see him kind of like, think about, all right, maybe I am going to destroy these people for the sake of the planet, or maybe I'm not, you know, let me, let me like see them. Let me like, you know, feel them out. See if they're useful for other things, you know? <laughs> you don't really see that with the other medium with Transformers. He's kind of just there to kill people. <laughs> yeah, Me yeah. Megat Megatron in this, he's the most fascinating character because yeah. um, at least in this season, they go more in depth with his backstory. He essentially came up like a gladiator mm -hmm. on uh, Cybertron. And that's kind of like his motivation for for uh, this Decepticon rebellion almost. Hmm. And there's a moment in, I think it's the fourth episode where like uh, Optimus and Megatron are like trapped together and they have a conversation and it's more deep and well-written than any, than anything I think in Transformers history. Yeah, yeah. It's like and they have a great back and forth. They have like real chemistry and you get the sense that they were old friends before this whole conflict happened. It's very, it's very, uh, uh, Professor X and Magneto in that sense. I was thinking Naruto and Sasuke, but yeah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot more deeper. <laughs> uh, I definitely recommend it if you are a Transformers fan and you haven't seen this, definitely recommend it. Um, and not recommend it enough. Uh, but if you're not already a Transformers fan, you're kind of like me, where you're kind of just like a more casual. Um, I'd say maybe definitely try to see the first season <laughs> if you get a chance if you can find it right. anywhere is it on youtube or netflix the first it's netflix uh it both is? both seasons are on netflix uh why aren't they yeah. together i don't uh, yeah that's weird i don't know why that is they could have they just a... called it cyber like they could have just called it like i don't know transformers a... war for cybertron and then made it like a seasonal thing yeah because it's a trilogy and the next one okay. um is going to be named uh 
let's see the next one is going to be named kingdom so okay. it's going to be a chapter three so yeah i mean so i don't know why they wouldn't lump it together and they and when you just type in just transformers there's a lot of transformer stuff on yeah it. just type that in yeah it, it took me a minute even to find this on uh on netflix yeah, because so. it, it's not it's not separated by like name or chapter number it, it's literally just that entire long title mm. yeah that's, yeah, that's ridiculous is, is it you gotta get a better marketing team <laughs> um, is, it, is it on their home banner now like the, when you go on um, the website when i saw it it was kind of like a i don't know i because i watch a lot of animation anyway so they kind of suggested it to me anyway when i oh okay but I think it is. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's um, not yeah. trending here. And uh, it's not trending overseas. It's not even on the Netflix Originals banner here. Really? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not for, I don't see anything for me either here. Uh, I see Lupin. I see Lupin. But <laughs> I don't know if, if I don't know if that's because I just added Lupin or not. But mm. uh, but I do see. Yeah, I do see Lupin. But uh, yeah, I don't see Transformers at all. Yeah. So, um, so you guys like it? Uh, ratings for season two, chapter two. I'd, 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 give it, I'd give what I've seen maybe like a seven, um, mm. but I definitely do want to want to stress again. Like, if you are a Transformers head, like even like an old school Transformers head, I think you'd love this. Um, I kind of have to give this two separate ratings. Uh, if you're an old school Transformers head, if you've uh, grown up loving these characters, hating what Michael Bay did with them, and uh, uh, really have these characters near and dear to your heart, this is a 9 out of 10 must-see for you. If you're a more casual viewer, like like I am, uh, like my first exposure was like watching Beast Wars when that was on, mm -hmm. um, this is... This is, I'd say, a 7 out of 10 for me. I feel like the show has pacing issues. Uh, they're only 25 minutes, but they feel much longer. But I'd be curious to see how this watch is binging it all in one sitting. Like, I'd be curious when uh, the final chapter comes out, watching all three just in one sitting. I'd be curious to see if that kind of, like, fixes pacing issues. Because yeah. this show is made to be binged, I feel. Yeah. Like, I... I'm definitely going to watch the next season just to see mm. what happens, but right. and see how they like take, or see how they approach everything that happens on Earth. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, because uh, can we do spoilers now? I mean, I kind of spoiled <laughs> already. Now that I think about it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the cha the chapter is literally called Earthrise. You know, they're eventually going to Earth. Yeah, and that's, that's how every that's how every Transformers series uh, eventually ends up in. Yeah. Right. So and so there's here they. Good, uh, so are there some good cliffhangers at the end of the season that that leave you to like, oh, I really want to see what happens next chapter. I mean, it's just yeah. more so of just like I want to see where they take it because I'm interested by the tone and I'm interested by how they wrote the characters. I don't think that I, I think it's really just like bot itself is like kind of poorly paced, but the characters themselves are interesting enough for me to just I just want to see where and how dark they go with it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to see if uh, what other Transformers lore they bring into this, because mm. this series ends with uh, them going to Earth 
and it's like the prehistoric time so yeah. like dinosaurs are still around so i'd be curious oh. to see if they like i'd be curious to see if they like bring in grimlock or the other dinobots into this uh, they kind of teased that... it right the dinobot mm -hmm. at the end so is that what michael bay was doing with the last kingdom right there oh god i fucking hope not <laughs> so that's what he's um, let's not talk about it <laughs> wait, wait, the less said about uh, that the less said about michael bay's transformers the better yeah, yeah. well optimus prime i mean he knew merlin or some shit and or he knew <laughs> he knew he knew harriet optimus Tubman. prime is king arthur yeah yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, the, the autobots ran the underground railroad yeah. <laughs> they helped yeah. harriet tubman yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's sick though i'm not gonna hold you can you imagine like, that a movie about harry harry tubman fighting with transformers yeah that'd be kind of sick i was kind of disappointed that cynthia arrivo uh, harriet movie didn't end up being that yeah. <laughs> like i need i need like a i need like a vampire slayer type beat for harriet tubman <laughs> that'd be fire i'm not harriet tubman vampire hunter yeah. Cross it over with Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> That'd be some good shit. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's get out of here, people. Uh, next week it's gonna be a good show. Next week we're gonna discuss Wandavision. Uh, next week we're gonna discuss uh, One Night in Miami, uh, the Regina King film slash Kent Powers film. Uh, next week we're also going to discuss uh, Malcolm X FBI slash FBI documentary that's coming out um, that should be very interesting to talk about as well um, so we'll bring that to you all next week um, and um, just to check it out hey if you all want to check us out don't forget Twitter social media twitter.com slash the afternoon tune Instagram the afternoon tune Facebook the afternoon tune um, everything in the afternoon tune. If you, of course, if you want to look at us on Facebook, we're on Facebook at the afternoon tune. Do all that good, fun stuff. Uh, check us out. We're hey, we're in video now. You can see our faces. Hey, don't you want to see that? You know what I mean? Yep, you can see, see our it. handsome faces and see this little beauty right here. Yeah, <laughs> see, the real see star. You know, the real star of the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, check that out. We're, we're we're doing you know video now. Um, and so check us out on YouTube. Do all the good stuff. Comment, like, subscribe. You know what to do. Uh, also, Twitch, twitch.com slash the afternoon tune. Hopefully, we'll get the streaming pretty soon, which would be awesome. Uh, get to doing that. Uh, Chase, will you let people will you let the people know where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me at Mr. Chase Mac. Uh, that's on Twitter, Instagram, or and Twitch. Um, M R C H A Y S E M A C. Um, yeah. We're gonna find you next. All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Night and Day Nick, uh, Twitch uh, to be coming soon. And you can follow this little cutie on Instagram at uh, bub.bles0922. <laughs> All right. Um, of course, we're everywhere uh, you can uh, podcast or found Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, everything like that. Uh, shout us out, uh, of course, uh, wherever you can uh, to your friends. Like uh, a subscribe Nick, button. Yeah, uh, Nick, he got his barber to come on, you know, join and everything <laughs> like that. You know, his barber <laughs> uh, did him a solid, you know, throwing a sub. So you know, that, that always helps. You know, build up the channel. You know, let us know we're doing a good job. Um, appreciate us. So that always is really good um also give reviews um on uh itunes or well, not i don't have the itunes anymore but apple podcast um that also helps five star reviews things like that 
um, you know, talk about the podcast, what you like and everything like that, what brings you to it. Um, that also helps a lot. So uh, to all you people out there, hope you enjoy listening to the show. Um, I, let's hope for a better 2021. It's a bad start. I don't know. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. things will get better. Shit, the free trial is over. We got to make this shit work. Yeah. So we're in twenties, man. Yeah. So <laughs> let's, let's hope for a better 2021. Uh, we'll, we'll see where we're at next week if the world even exists. Um, <laughs> so uh, to all you people out there, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. And don't forget to always stay, stay tuned. tuned. Did we do it? Did we say it? I, I think uh, we did. <laughs> <laughs>